Hello, I am Priyanka Nair from India. I am a mental health awareness enthusiast. Recently, I have published my very first e-book as a small attempt in spreading some mental health awareness. I have been blogging over 2 years now and eventually I have developed mental health awareness as my niche and I plan to promote more and more awareness through my articles and my videos. and this is my very first attempt to record a podcast and in this series of podcast i will be reading each and every chapter of my ebook to spread some awareness spread some self love self awareness and self development measures i have chosen 26 ways of dealing with each inner demon outer influence unwanted force of action and limiting belief which comes in our way of a beautiful and a peaceful life This ebook is my self-help guide and I can promise you once you are finished reading it you will be smiling and you will feel more connected to your inner self. I have chosen 26 alphabets right from A to Z and I feel in 26 alphabets we have the unlimited possibilities if used wisely and they also have the power to unravel the deepest and the kindest of the words which could act as balm for any individual a pain reliever for many. background and a little bit about myself i wanted to express and i started writing in december 2017 totally unaware of about the blogging world i gained momentum only in 2018 and i went into full time blogging my family and few of my friends fellow bloggers have been a tremendous source of encouragement to me and through their words of appreciation which only made me write more effectively and more creatively so this is how i started my open diary blog but as i said that i gained the momentum and i started to connect with more and more people around me i realized how much we lack in terms of being present being sensible being sensitive and responsible towards others and i could only see people dealing with stress anxiety at different levels based on their capacities i wanted to be there for them i wanted to speak few words which could soothe them or make them feel better make them smile hence my goal was set and i became focused as i found my purpose to spread some mental health awareness and help people i know around me today i am known as a mental health awareness blogger and this book is all about spreading mental health awareness spreading love self love focusing on breaking societal stereotypes we live and the limiting beliefs we have to face overcoming them accept accepting self and living in the moment expressing gratitude and being grateful for what we have so i hope you will like the series of mine and i'll keep on adding to the series every day so stay tuned with me thank you so much for listening to me bye bye everyone i hope you all are doing fine so today we are here on the 13th episode of my podcast and we will be discussing a very important topic we will try to reduce the baggage we carry on our shoulders and adopting this practice could be our passport to salvation so i hope you all are with me in this so before i begin let us do some mental exercise with this episode let us together inhale all the possibilities and positivities fill our lungs with the enormous potential of a healthy life and let us exhale all the toxicity and negativities of our life by slowly releasing all the pain all the stress 
suffering and disturbances around us and all the things which we have been holding on within ourselves for years throughout our life we carry a lot of baggage with ourselves isn't it that would unnecessary we know that but still we can't help it the baggage of expectation the baggage of grudges the baggage of our anger the baggage of lots of emotions only wanting to drop it at the very end of our journey the solution lies in not having conflicts but in resolving them as soon as one can how long it's too long and what is the dead end who knows that right so why not resolve all the conflicts within before we head towards our destination take a quick action on what truly matters what is important for you we spend more time thinking and thus create more negativities around us a lot of people know what is needed to be done at the moment but don't do anything about it while you are caught up in what you think you cannot escape out of it isn't it in relationships if you had some bad incidents you start to distance yourself from those once you have truly loved or appreciated a certain mismatch of ideologies are bound to happen in any relationship that we just stop communicating and we start thinking that we no longer cherish the company of that person but the fact is we do not agree with a particular dominant thought of that person which could just be ignored in a positive manner that we choose to move away i know this is two sided affair but there are relationships and there are humans with with whom we want to stay in touch so we can try to practice this thing with them right letting go of grudges help you sleep better holding on to resentment causes stress this is a proven fact and the problem lies in the thought process of the person and not with the person if you sit relax and think mindfully you will observe this that the problem lies in the thought process of the person and not with the person this understanding helps you to unburden the bitterness you carry for someone once you cherished a lot right why do we have to wait for that last moment when the when the thought still keeps on knocking our subconscious mind every now and then pointing that things would have been different if i would have handled the given situation in a certain manner why not take a call right now so many ifs pass by how when just for a silly reason which might get worked out if we speak at once speak out once isn't it so before life gets up on us take that call burden yourself unburden yourself reduce the baggage one by one finally your call and your final call and live as a free soul take care thank you so much Everyone, I hope you all are doing fine. So this is the 14th episode of my podcast wherein we are going to speak about the society's stigma and stereotypes. So you can say that I have been stressing over various elements which leads to stress and how we can try to overcome them. So today I'm going to share something very personal holding up deep sentimental value for me because I know somebody is listening to me today even if it's a one person I don't have any problem. <laughs> So I present the most common societal problem we all face and come across through stigmatized and stereotypical attitude of the society we penetrate in color shaming and body shaming it is uh, no less than our leading cause of depression frustration and anxiety in people today yesterday and maybe in the future resulting in lower self esteem inferiority complex isolation and zero confidence so who is responsible for this you me or maybe the whole society 
we knowingly and unknowingly right from the childhood use such terms with our kids and family members you will eat less you will become skinny if you will eat, eat more you will become fat so if you'll go out and travel in sun you will be tan so we don't even aim at anything but it has become a casual way of talking since ages and we are carrying forward it passing on the grand legacy generation to generation so what has been my personal experience being a dark skinned female I always experienced this uh, dark color paradox bothering me from my teenage to marriageable age. After that, I gave a bad shit about it. Girls with fair complexion were beautiful by default, and dark tone go- dark tone girls were like me had to always face this color differentiation stigma and cover up my family. And to cover up my family, you know, and uh, friends used to say that although you are dark and skinny, but you have got sharp features, you have got nice hair, and you are so beautiful. But even my dark-skinned classmates also used to tease me, ridicule my color of my skin. One of them also used to call me Blackie. I pretended that I didn't hear him and walked away all the time. But it continues to you know, break my heart every time he said so. The most amusing part was that if a boy is dark in color, he is addressed as dark and handsome. But if a girl, again, it's a role and you know, it's different. Unfortunately, because diversity in skin color has created a hierarchy of beauty. A hierarchy that tells you that light-skinned people are a epitome of beauty. <laughs> Isn't it? The light-skinned color people are a epitome of beauty while the dark-skinned people fall at the bottom. Why only fair is lovely, I kept wondering. I was unaware of this until I was in my 7th grade when I found out that my dark skin could put me in a tough spot and stunt my self-esteem. In the 10th grade, when I was attending a relative's marriage, my grandmom said that, why do you wear light colors? You look more darker in light color clothes, you know? Again, I had nothing to say, so I hated wearing white, black, I hated taking pictures in a room that wasn't well lit because I knew that while the faces of all my fairest and relatives and friends would show up in the picture, mine would not. But then came the era where uh, finally dark was in, the term dusky beauty was a world and it gave the due consideration to people like us. Our skin tone was recognized, finally, voila. Thanks to all the dark-skinned supermodels and actresses, but by this time, I had realized one thing, that even if it doesn't matter to you personally, the people around you will never let you take it easy. They make it a point to make a big deal about it. And people in India have got this unfair obsession with the lighter skin as it is in our hands to, you know, choose the color shades of our choice. So, I have this message for those people that you got a problem with my way, my ways, blend yours. If you got a problem with my skin tone, then blend yours. If you got a problem with my way, please blend yours. I ended with my crutches with myself. You better end yours. Thank you. Hello everyone, I hope you all are doing fine. So today we are here on the 13th episode of my podcast and we will be discussing a very important topic. We will try to reduce the baggage we carry on our shoulders and adopting this practice could be our passport to salvation. So I hope you all are with me in this. So before I begin, let us do some mental exercise with this episode. Let us together inhale all the possibilities and positivities, fill our lungs with the enormous potential of a healthy life and let us exhale all the toxicity and negativities of our life by slowly releasing all the pain, all the stress, suffering and disturbances around us. 
and all the things which we have been holding on within ourselves for years. Throughout our life, we carry a lot of baggage with ourselves, isn't it? That too unnecessarily. We know that, but still we can't help it. The baggage of expectation, the baggage of grudges, the baggage of our anger, the baggage of lots of emotions, only wanting to drop it at the very end of our journey. The solution lies in not having conflicts, but in resolving them as soon as one can. How long it's too long and what is the dead end? Who knows that, right? So why not resolve all the conflicts within before we head towards our destination? Take a quick action on what truly matters. What is important for you? We spend more time thinking and thus create more negativities around us. A lot of people know what is needed to be done at the moment, but don't do anything about it. While you are caught up in what you think, you cannot escape out of it, isn't it? In relationships, if you had some bad incidents, you start to distance yourself from those once you have truly loved or appreciated. A certain mismatch of ideologies are bound to happen in any relationship that we just stop communicating and we start thinking that we no longer cherish the company of that person. But the fact is, we do not agree with a particular dominant thought of that person, which could just be ignored in a positive manner that we choose to move away. I know this is two-sided affair, but there are relationships and there are humans with, with whom we want to stay in touch. So we can try to practice this thing with them, right? Letting go of grudges help you sleep better. Holding on to resentment causes stress. This is a proven fact. And the problem lies in the thought process of the person and not with the person. If you sit, relax and think mindfully, you will observe this that the problem lies in the thought process of the person and not with the person. This understanding helps you to unburden the bitterness you carry for someone once you cherished a lot, right? Why do we have to wait for that last moment when the, when the thought still keeps on knocking our subconscious mind every now and then, pointing that things would have been different? If I would have handled the given situation in a certain manner, why not take a call right now? So many ifs, buts, whys, how, when, just to, for a silly reason, which might get worked out if we speak at wrong, speak out wrong, isn't it? So before life gives up on us, take that call, burden yourself, unburden yourself, reduce the baggage one by one, finally your call and your final call and live as a free soul. Take care. Thank you so much. Hello everyone. I hope you all are doing fine. So this is the 14th episode of my podcast wherein we are going to speak about the society's stigma and stereotypes. So we can say that I have been stressing over various elements which leads to stress and how we can try to overcome them. So today I'm going to share something very personal, holding up deep sentimental value for me because I know somebody is listening to me today. Even if it's a one person, I don't have any problem. <laughs> so I present the most societal problem we all face and come across through stigmatized and stereotypical attitude of the society we penetrate in, color shaming and body shaming. It is uh, no less than our leading cause of depression, frustration, anxiety in people today, yesterday and maybe in the future, resulting in lower self-esteem, inferiority complex, isolation and zero confidence. So who is responsible for this? You, me or maybe the whole society? We knowingly and unknowingly, right from the childhood, use such terms with our kids and family members. You will eat less, you will become skinny, if you will eat more, you will become fat, so 
if you'll go out and travel in sunwear with your pants so we don't even aim at anything but it has become a casual way of talking since ages and we are carrying forward it passing on the grand legacy generation to generation so what has been my personal experience being a dark skinned female i always experienced this uh, dark color paradox bothering me from my teenage to marriageable age after that that i gave a bad shit about it girls with fair complexion were beautiful by default and dark tone go dark tone girls were like me had to always face this color discrimination stigma and cover up my family and to cover up my family you know and uh, friends used to say that although you are dark skin but you have got sharp teacher you have got nice hair and you are so beautiful but even my dark skin classmates also used to tease me ridicule my color of my skin one of them also used to call me blacky I had to convince that I didn't hear him and walk away all the time, but it confused me and broke my heart every time he said so. The most amusing part was that if a boy is dark in color, he is addressed as dark and handsome. But if a girl, again, it's a rule and you know it's different for boys and girls. Like Unfortunately, this diversity in skin color has created a hierarchy of beauty. A hierarchy. that tells you that light skinned people are epitome of beauty <laughs> isn't it the light skinned color people are epitome of beauty while the dark skinned people fall at the bottom why only fair is lovely i kept wondering i was unaware of this until i was in my seventh grade when i found out that my dark skin could put me in a tough spot and stunt my self esteem in the 10th grade when i was attending a relative's marriage my grandmom said that why do you wear light colors you look more darker in light color clothes you know again i had nothing to say so i hated wearing white black i hated taking pictures in a room that wasn't well lit because i knew that while the faces of all my fairest and relatives and friends would show up in the picture mine would not but then came the era where finally dark was in the term dusky beauty was evolved and it gave the due recognition consideration to people like us Our skin tone was recognized finally. Voila! Thanks to all the dark-skinned supermodels and actresses, but by this time I had realized one thing: that even if it doesn't matter to you personally, the people around you will never let you take it easy. They make it a point to make a big deal about it. And people in India have got this unfair obsession with the lighter skin as it is in our hands to, you know, choose the color shades of our choice. So. I have this message for those people that you got a problem with my hair, my eyes, blend yours. If you got a problem with my skin tone, then blend yours. If you got a problem with my weight, spend yours. I ended with my crutches with myself. You better end yours. Thank you.